What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, sometimes I'm surprised myself. I really do surprise myself sometimes on grassroots marketing here on CannabisRio.com with the guests that we get to bring on here. So, you know, we've made some people in the entertainment field that we've brought on here, you know, on occasion. And then I get dropped across a story about how we have a singer-songwriter who specializes in outlaw country putting out a sophomore album called Bodacious, B-E-A-U, and I'm not even going to go into a whole kind of spiel about why we have him on. We're just going to have him on. Bo Nair joins me here on Cannabis Radio. Thanks for being on. You know why you have me on. It's because I got a jar of doobies. <laughs> like now, by the way, what, what, do you got, what do you got there? You got Indica Sativa Hybrid? What do we got there? I don't like the couch lock. If, I, if it lays me out too much, it gets, we usually <laughs> gets me very uppity. A little coffee, too, gets me on the road. So uh, I like the sativa. I like the hybrid. But it definitely, uh, unless I'm, like, needing it, like, power down hard, I stay away from the straight indica uh, too much. I can handle it. I can hold my own. But Okay, so if for anybody who gets a chance to go and take a look at what you do, um, and you know, I, I'm, I was trying to get, like, an idea of who would be the best way to relate who you are and you tell me if I'm wrong here, but I'm going to just try this just for shits and giggles. Right. There's a guy back in the seventies named Marty rock. The third, I think was a comedian. And then he had an act called disco Tex and the sex Alex. Are you familiar with that? It, dancing. There you go. <laughs> it's right. on, man. And Come for on. me, it's like, I get the, I get the vibe. That's what you kind of give, but you're, but this is country. It's a different feel to it. And, the music's fun. You're getting, you're obviously getting some virality off of it. Uh, talk about what, what, what brought Bonaire to, to life in terms of like, uh, is that, would that example be somebody that would be kind of a role model that would have made you follow the path of going where you are today in music? Anybody that comes up with the word sexolette is a role model to me. Uh, <laughs> so I, I know I represent uh, a man of the country uh, persuasion, but right. I come from a lot of different sources. And some of my sources actually come from right down there in Florida that were uh, really informative. So, yeah, Discotex and the Sex Alleged, for sure. Uh, the Bee Gees and Casey and the Sunshine. Band. Oh, yeah. George McRae rocked the boat. Everything yep. down there. Henry, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that, no, exactly. That was the good shit. It's still good is TK Records days. Yeah, tell you what. 
Um, very good stuff. So the music, I got to talk about that. Okay, so you've already talked about the uh, bottle of uh, uh, doobies right there. So your attachment to cannabis. What I mean, what is it that? Um, well, how did you get yourself into it? What well, when, you, it, when, it, when did you smoke was, one, and when did you get so consumed in it? Cannabis got itself into me. I didn't get into it. All right, it found me. It's uh-huh. as cannabis often does. We know. We maybe go through a portion of our lives where we had no cannabis. Maybe thought some things about it. Right. And then at the right time, for me, uh, I really didn't smoke cannabis until I was about eighteen years old. Uh, and I was up in the upstate New York. They had the Tompkins County Green in Tompkins yep. County up there. The outdoor, really crispy nuggets. And I didn't know, you know anything from anything but uh it was really good and so i ended up smoking it and then you know for the first time hearing some music that maybe i had bypassed uh in the past and then it came back to me on on the weed and i heard it in a whole nother dimension and you know i got deep into the almond brothers and traffic and Jimi hendrix and, and different right. things that uh <clears throat> you know, but but it was the disco uh you're right uh that informed me with the funk so uh, fast forward to today Last year, I had locked down in quarantine with a piano and an acoustic guitar and a jar of doobies or a couple of jars, really. And then right, uh, right. Some mushrooms as well. I all of a sudden started writing all these songs where I took uh, my country uh, songwriting sensibility and infused it with the funk that I grew up on, the, that I grooves the booty. So instead of having all this modern country that is super narrow, like a bunch of literally saltines, I want to be a... Uh, loose loose as a goose with the booties out there and loosen them all up there's a lot of uh men and women that need their ass cheeks just loosened up smack it out man smack you in the lawns with my music and you're off and running yeah the the songwriting is something uh it's <laughs> something spectacular i'm just right. looking for the song funk you okay uh the chorus i'm gonna funk you i'm gonna spelunk you gonna dunk you deep in my toe my love juice Gonna funk you deep, baby. You will never sleep alone with bone there on the phone. You will conjure my bone. Got a wedding at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a uh, pretty graphic and explicit and good stuff, by the way. And so, you. you know, well, the other thing, too, I guess, is that uh, I almost feel like, um, I, and I'm not trying to do it to be uh, say anything bad, but I almost feel like this is something like how, like out of like the word, yeah, word Al Yankovic playbook almost. Or something like, yeah, would have heard on Dr. Demento back in the day. That's, uh, I grew up on a lot of Dr. Demento. Fish heads, roly poly fish heads. You, yes. know it. Yeah. you were there. Uh, right. So listen, here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I'm a funny mother uh, uh, scratcher. I don't know how the profanity is. Oh, the fucker's fine. You can say it. That's okay. Yeah, I'm a funny motherfucker. I, I, I like to make people laugh. All right. But yeah. you see, I come from a deep reservoir of uh, different references. So I might be making you laugh about something that a Gen Zer might not find funny. And then I might say something that a Gen Zer would be like, oh my gosh, I'm a big BTS fan too. And Brasco's like, BT what? <laughs> well, you know what? BTS is okay. You know, this uh, in, in very small doses. Um, They're smooth like butter. Hey. Or, you know, creamy like control hop, control top hosiery. <laughs> Just thinking uh, legs. Yeah, that's right. That's a Gen X term right there. If I had ever had to hear one of them, man. I'm going to oh, tell, tell you right now, uh, yeah. people are missing out on older women. They talk about cougars and whatnot, but there's a next level up. You don't go through your life accumulating scales and you just get left off the table. That's yeah. why I'm starting my new Make Love to the Elderly campaign, because I feel like <laughs> as long as you don't break a hip, you're dealing with people that have lifetime skills. You might deal with someone's got a little shaky hand now. It makes it right. extra fun. I don't know what's going on out there in the nursing homes. Well, maybe I do. Maybe I've been doing my campaign on my own. You ever think about that? No, you only think about yourself. Oh, my. But you know what? You make a, you make a, a good point. 
there's a lot of sexual depravity right now in this world where, you know, even just you know, the lyrics and a song like this is kind of salacious and all, you know, I mean, I grew up, you know, in their Miami, we'll listen to the two live crew and listen to all oh, these yeah. different booty shaking songs all over the place. And I'm just saying to myself, you know, the kids now and just people want to just like take away fun. What do you think about the fact that, you know, when you put out music like this, what's the response you've gotten out there? I mean, have you have now, obviously you got some response that people would really get really get it and they're yeah. loving it. But then the obviously you're going to have to take that just like comedians do with that whole cancel culture kind of thing. It's like everybody's going to have some negative parts about it. How do you handle it? Brasco, that's a very good question. Nowadays, uh, it is kind of tricky because you can't say things you used to say. I'm a 20th century <laughs> man finding my right. way in the 21st century, but I have a great appreciation for people and for feelings of other people, right? So uh-huh. I don't need to use the low-hanging fruit of profanity. Right. Words. I can say dirtier things without any profanity, but here's the thing, okay? Uh, being funny in the 21st century can uh, rub on some people's sensibility, which is why all stereos are made with a channel changing and an off button if you don't freaking like it. But my stuff is hard to not like. You st- might be listening being like, God damn, I'm pissed off. You got singing about pussy. Oh my God, I can't get this book <laughs> out of my head. And then you're singing about some big fat pussy and you're fucking welcome, all right? I'm writing songs for all occasions. Right. I write songs for people who like to put their fingers in other people's butts. What do you think about that, Rascal? Why <laughs> hey. not? ever floats your boat right uh, now interesting too you do a lot of instagram reels not tiktok any preference why instagram does better for you than tiktok tiktok uh feels i'm a little too saucy and spicy oh and that makes I, sense. before i got kicked <laughs> off of tiktok i needed to pull back what i was releasing over there and look I've yeah a lot of younger people on tiktok and some of them can't handle uh, some of the stuff that i talk about uh, I've gotten, I had a video taken down on TikTok because I had my shirt off. I'm like, you can't handle these fucking lovely man titties. You ain't going to be handled. Nothing it's now. a thirst <laughs> trap. What are you talking about? It's a thirst trap for you about there, right? Come on now. That makes Good sense. Man. My friend, uh, <laughs> I love the ladies. That's all I can say. And uh, I like to let them know. It's hard nowadays. You can't tell a woman she's beautiful. You won't be insulting. Like, man, don't take this the wrong way. But you're absolutely nope. fabulous looking today. I hope you have a splendid day. Please, I'm not trying to come on to you. I'm just letting you know uh, that you're doing nice. But then you got to give uh, somebody next to me. Hey, gentlemen, oh, you have a lovely shirt on, man. I like yours close. The woman don't think you're just tricky, right? So that's why I put yeah. it on my song, right? So if you're at the show and you're a woman and your panties get wet and you're dripping from your lawns, you're welcome. It's for everybody, not just for you. Wow. Tell you what now. So with the album, give me a little bit of background on Bodacious. The fact that uh, you will now put together a second album. And like you said, you add the funk to it. Um, Give me a little background on what you got going on with this album and what people can listen to. All right. Well, Bodacious is an album that uh, is number two in uh, actually a bunch of records that I got coming out. So what happened last year, I was in quarantine. I was in a cabin up in the mountains here in California. I had a piano and a bass guitar, and acoustic guitar, just started writing songs and recording them. And mm-hmm. they didn't stop. And between you know my isolation and the cannabis that I was consuming, uh, which you appreciate, uh, all these songs came out. So believe it or not, Bodacious is album number two of nine coming out through next March, one a month. Now, some people told me, hey, Bonet, you can't put out nine fucking albums in a fucking row one a month. Who would do that? I said, exactly. Who the fuck would do that out there? Who even writes their own songs, plays their own instruments, mixes and records their own music and fucking puts it out there with a smile and a jar of doobies? Come on, you find me somebody. 
All right. Somebody on one yeah. of their shows said, you're funny, kind of like the Frank Zappa of country. And I dig that. Frank's in his own category. I'm in my own category. Right. He was right. funny. He was clever. He was dirty. He was witty. He could play the instruments. That was something. Prince is another guy. I respect wholeheartedly. He could play all the instruments and do things himself. There's very few people that are like that. Sure. So I'm in my own realm. Prince over there. Zappa's over there. Bonaire's right over here. But I'm going to do what Joe Perry said. Let the music do the talking. If you go and listen to every album I put out and you are not hearing an unfolded of quality music, grooves that are going to move your booty side to side, up and down and wiggle right up in your sphincter and music that's going to enlighten you with references to things you ain't expecting are going to unfold out of Bonaire. Um, I think this journey is going to be something that all of us are going to have a good time in. All right. So Bodacious is number two. Uh, and uh, beginning of the next month, coming out with uh, Nearly There. Uh, which has <laughs> one of my nice. favorite songs, The Tuna Schooner. I think you're going to dig that one. And also an ode to a, a comic book character I love, uh, The Checker Demon, uh, who I used to read all these underground comics, The Freak Furry, Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers, Checker Demon, Tits and Clits, you know all uh -huh. of that. And so uh, I actually wrote a song because yeah. S. Clay Wilson, who drew The Checker Demon, he passed away uh, not long ago, and I just wanted to give him that kind of respect. But I also have a, yeah. a song you might like called uh, The Toe of a Camel. Kind of. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Unfolded itself. Oh my god! Oh no, my actually, well, no, actually, if you need to be, if you need to go ahead and just go on the quality of the titles of the tracks, like honestly, I look at the Christian Fellowship Pancake Breakfast. That just, <laughs> just has another feeling to it all together. It's good stuff. Well, um, it, it, you don't know what that's going to be about. You're like, okay, no, Christian but it's like at the end of the first album. By the way, you can go look for that. But now I got to ask you this: uh, besides the musical uh, role models. The musicians that have been out there, the entertainers out there that have been that pushed the envelope. Is there anybody particular or any names that you think about that really they push that envelope so so far to the edge and that just don't give a fuck? Who is it out there that really is like your your idol that you really that really made you feel the onus to do what you do now? I, I got to say, growing up on uh, Steve Martin albums and Alan Sherman records and uh, oh. surreptitiously early Richard Pryor albums infused my sensibility uh, quite a bit. Then there's Dr. Demento. Then I don't know if you remember the K-Tail Looney Tunes album. That was pretty formative <laughs> yeah. in my years. And then the Partridge Family TV show. Uh, you know, all of these things. So to have one idol, I mean, for comedy, you know, you can't go back George Carlin and Bill yeah. Hicks. Them two gentlemen, that's the one-two punch right there. That's all right. True. But I, I like, I love comedy. I, I like to laugh and I like funny things. As you know, I like to make other people laugh. Laughter's the best medicine, right? And, and yeah. As long as they're not, stuff. it's just tough for I find good comedians out there. They're not going to get caught up in like, they just don't care anymore because it's, it's kind of a dying breed. I feel like. 
Well, I think that if you're going to do comedy nowadays, A, you're up against uh, political correctness. And yeah. I think that you have to uh, say offensive shit to be funny. I can say a ton of shit that's going to be funny and I don't need to offend anybody or stereotype somebody or uh, make fun of trans people or whatever. People are figuring their lives out. Have a little empathy, right? Okay, you you don't know uh, if, if you feel like you're male or female. Take the yeah. room to figure that out with hey. uh, nothing but love from me. I have no problem with people figuring their life out. Other people getting their nose in other people's business and then they got that business on their nose like a big dude is right. me, right? I mean, Andrew Dice Clay can't pull his 1990 act out in front if Sam Canson were alive, he couldn't do the stuff he was doing. But I guess you're not going to get it. It's just that's tough right now. Robert well, Schimmel, that's, that's, God bless his soul. Robert Schimmel, you couldn't do his act either. Like they would oh, just no, be, I, no, Robert Schimmel's the best, man. You can, my if God, Robert he was Schimmel great. still alive. He could do all his bits. That's fine. Anthony <laughs> Jeselnik's another guy that's doing yeah, stuff that's where true, yeah. the third rail, right? Yeah. yeah. Robert yeah. Schimmel, man. Oh, the beads. Come on. That's the <laughs> yes, so died. <laughs> Ralphie May. Ralphie May too, but he did his album uh, politically, you know, incorrect or whatever. Like, yeah. No. Other guy. Say oh that. man. Uh, you know, it's just there is something to be said where we need a little bit of something that's, that's sexual and salacious and kind of explicit and naughty and kind of stuff like, come on, Playboy's been watered down already. What else we got left? Vasco, I'm fulfilling the need here. All right. And yes. that's the thing about visionary artists. They're fulfilling the need people don't know they need yet. Right. But yep. David Bowie came out with shit that people didn't get until they saw it. And then they're like, of course, of course, yeah. or Ziggy Stardust or the thin white Duke or whatever. So I'm going to come out. Uh, eventually live with the band once i finish uh, the records i'm uh, almost through with number nine right now uh it's really uh, that's coming out in march so every month there's gonna be a record coming out it's like the record of the month club but the purpose is having all these out so i can do my greatest hits next year you feeling me i think you are <laughs> that's good stuff so for all you out there who want to listen in first of all i'm a spotify guy so go ahead and look for it right now on Spotify. You can also find his videos on YouTube. That's right. And uh, also the website is Bonaire. So B-E-A-U-N-A-I-R.com. Everything's there too. That's right. And albums Bodacious and uh, where are you going to be playing at? I don't have any gigs yet because honestly, Brasco, I'm having a problem uh, that's of my own making. I can't find a bass player to play my lines. I play the bass. Get my Rick and Becker just like Rick James and Getty Lee and David Patton from Pilot and I bunk it up and I do my thing, but I cannot find an individual. All the Nash guy, Nashville guys are too straight. All the funky guys can't handle a real song written song. I'm trying to find right. somebody the best of both worlds and, or maybe a woman has the breasts of both worlds. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> if there's a way to kind of reach back out to you, uh, you know, well, you'll know if I'm coming to South I guess Florida. Someone slide into this man's DMs and go ahead and tell him you go, you're able to go and play bass. You can you can hang with Bone Air. Better have that uh, finding the right booking agent. It's going to get me some gigs. It's even work. That's sure. good. I'm, I'm That's not in a true. rush because I won't bring this all out. But I'm going to come down there and I'm going to play all the great South Florida venues. I'm going to play the Hollywood Sportatorium. I'm going to play oh. the South and the Agora Ballroom. I'm going to play the Plus Five. I'm going to play them all, man. I'm going to play fucking. Blends. I'm going everywhere. Ape shit to the max. <laughs> I'm gonna eat some Cuban food, but I'm gonna go more for uh I think I'm Versailles versus La Carreta, but you know everybody has their own favorite. That's true. Yeah, no, you, uh, you, you made your trips down here. Hollywood Sport Tour, quite a reference. That was a that was a hell of a place to go to in the middle of the Everglades. But I'll tell you what, people used to love to go over there, man. That was a really fun spot. That was some that those kind of venues don't exist anymore. No, Miami Marine Stadium don't have no more. Orange Bowl's gone. Oh yeah, Sunrise mm -hmm. Musical Theater. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's that, that, that was a great venue, man. Oh, no, the, the acoustics in there were amazing. Yeah. They still got the night center, though. That's still around. What is still around? Oh, the night center in Miami is still around. Holy crap. Well, then that was never a great place to see a show, but shows happen there. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get past the crime and all that. So there you can find your way. Then you got all on the South Beach, like uh, Roses and Stephen Talcast and Washington. There you go. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this too. Because when you look at. How many artists out there? I do another podcast. Uh, it's on the media called the Broadcasters Podcast, independent of this. But I do like to follow along with how artists now are just putting out music because of the fact that listen, you know, radio is not going to come in and, and give it, uh, you know, give a hand because they're they're lost in the mix anyway. They're worried about like, let's let's keep, keep playing. You know, uh, you think radio is going to play Dick Nick Pussy? I don't think so. You know. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm saying? It's like, even though you could go to radio just to kind of like get yourself out there, there's not that there for you. Streaming is where it's at. But the thing is, is that your release schedule, you're releasing albums every month. That's right. Nearly there is in September. You got Bonanza in October, Mr. Bo Dangles in November and Bonafide in December. One thing I want to figure out is that it is that musicians these days, you know, it is singles and if you do have albums out there there's no rhyme or reason anymore about you know putting a proper promotion to release you just put it out there and just see what sticks well i mean i, I got a team helping me promote uh but yeah man i mean this my music is built for fans okay if you're a fan of what i'm doing mm-hmm. you're gonna wait till the first the next album comes out the <clears> next <throat> month and you're gonna yep. dig in like a like a hungry person eating that pot pie that just got served or whatever you know got the munch you know dig into my record and as each song unfolds and i've been living with these songs for a while i know the Uh quality of what's coming uh you're gonna hear stuff that is going to confuse and confound you it's gonna please you titillate you give you a little finger and and everything's gonna be all right but i tell you man some of my biggest songs are down the road they're already they're already recorded everything's done but uh I got a couple on Bonanza that, oh man, I think that's October is that one's coming out, uh, that are going to kill you. And there's actually some weed songs coming. Uh, Bonanza's got some weed songs. As mm-hmm. you're looking at the, uh, uh, there's, I'm, I got, I got plenty of weed songs and I got a lot of songs about, uh, women's lawns because uh it's a really alluring thing when i'm stuck up in the cabin i got no no women's lawns with me you know how it is when you're you're all alone we're all alone close the window come alive i'm hitchhiking to the moon all day long (laughs) and that same song funk you if you want to know about the 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 cannabis laden lyrics how about starting off the song with I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm not, I don't, I don't mind trying to connect you with the groove, the movie you're behind. You're shaking that ass while you're smoking that grass makes you feel like a superstar. Yeah. And then anyway, also on, if you uh, listen yeah. on truth or nair, there's a song called the devil's lettuce. That's all about uh weed. And it, look back <laughs> in the 20th century, we used to, used to have to use all sorts of code names. So it was the devil's lettuce, or we called it a, a dog leg. Be like, Hey, you just see a three legged dog run around the side. Oh, let's go look for him. And we smoke a big fat dog. Leg. You know what I'm talking about? I think you do. So uh, you can feel free to slip that in your vernacular out there. But yeah, if you listen to my songs, man, there's a lot of talk about weed and, uh, Bodacious doesn't necessarily have all the weed songs, but as you tune into yeah. uh, the next couple, uh, well, actually, that one has a lot of songs about lubrication. Let me see. Uh, when's the weed songs really coming in October? Uh, I got a song about coffee and weed, a song about being higher than uh-huh. higher than high, all sorts of good stuff, man. Nice, really good. I've been here with Bone Air, singer songwriter, and new album Bodacious now available. And again, look for it on Spotify, look for it wherever you can find music, and also look for Bo on various social media instagram tiktok twitter well tiktok you said you know that, that happened right but instagram, instagram and twitter 
uh, Bonaire Country, B-E-A-U. Yeah, find, find me on Instagram. We can go from there. That's a great place to find me. And uh, right. I'm going to try to keep putting it up on the TikTok, but at least it'll be there on the Instagram. And I do have comedy records out, my answer machine messages. I might leave somebody, you know one, and make it all funny. So they're out there streaming <laughs> as well. In the you set yourself up a cameo if you haven't done that yet. That'd be pretty good. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Bonaire.com. And Bo, thanks for being on with us. I really Thank do appreciate so it. Yeah, if have I, a good if one. I could, I would, I would give you. I, we, will, I would pass it to you right now. So, in spirit, I'm smoking the studio. I'm going to go outside. I'm gonna fire one up right after this. In your honor, brass, go. Thank you. Right. Light it up nice and loud, and big red hue on the front of it. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you, Bonaire. All right. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.